This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. Vice President Kamala Harris left today for Germany. Well, that's not a very romantic spot for Valentine's Day. All their candy hearts just say, we enter the world alone, we leave the world alone. That, uh, that's a, that's a, a German philosophical uh, reference there. Uh, 99, well, let's face it, 100% of the audience didn't get it there, just didn't get it. It's not easy uh, being a comedian. It's hard out there for a comedian. You know, it's like it's hard out there for a pimp. That's a Democrat thing. Oh, speaking of which, uh, Democrats came out on Capitol Hill yesterday. Very important hip-hop Hip-hop message for America. Hip-hop, very, very important art form. And there's a lot of money, and the Democrats want the money. It's all about the shakedown. The Democrat racists in Congress, you know. Speaking of the Democrat racists in Congress, you see Rashida Tlaib yesterday. She uh, voted present on a piece of legislation that simply condemned the use of rape as a weapon of war. She voted president. She's a little, she's a little wishy-washy on this, not entirely clear where she stands, but she knows she hates the Jews, and she made that clear. She's Rashida Tlaib. She's a jihadi, a Democrat member of Congress, and her congressional district has the Democrats quaking in their moc- moccasins because they could lose the whole state of Michigan because of the jihad lobby. And the Democrats, they've got the jihad vote locked up in the United States. Crazy stuff, these Democrats. They gave me much too much material once again today. In Kansas City, three young Democrats shot, how many? 22 people, murdering one woman who was a well-known local disc jockey and radio personality and a mother of two and a super fan of the Kansas City Chiefs. And she was murdered at the uh, Victory Parade in beautiful Kansas City, Missouri yesterday. 21 additional people shot, including at least nine children, a whole bunch of people in critical condition. Um, Three young men arrested for this mass shooting. Um, The video would suggest three young African-American men that uh, had guns and open fire at the victory parade for the Kansas City Chiefs. And they, they're they saying a motive is unclear. I guess they don't have Palestine written on the stocks of their guns. I believe they used handguns, remarkable stuff. And and two men in the crowd, including one man, Paul Contreras, and I have a, a bit of audio from Paul Contreras today, attacked at least one of the gunmen, tackled him, held him until the police arrived. I hope they didn't kneel on him or anything because that could be a big problem. Remarkable stuff. But Lisa Lopez, local uh, disc jockey, mother of two, murdered by these psychos. And, you know, Kansas City, Missouri, they uh, they matched their all-time record high for homicides in 2023. And uh, the news media doesn't pay any attention to this because it's Joe Biden, you know, it's Joe and the Democrats and their the Democrat policies of anti-police and defund the police and 
and pro-crime prosecutors that let the criminals back on the street and don't give anybody any jail time unless they're praying at an abortion clinic or something. Then you could face more than a decade in a penitentiary. But pay no attention to that. They, uh, it's quite remarkable. Lots of remarkable stuff. And the crime wave, and, and they keep telling us, oh, no, crime is down. Crime is real good. It's not as bad as it used to be. It is uh, completely absurd. The, the level of lie, the giant lies. So we've got the massacre, well, the, the mass shooting in Kansas City at the at the Kansas City Chiefs victory parade. Uh, the, the people at MSNBC were, were thrilled when they learned that Taylor Swift was not there because for them it's all a, you know, celebrity circle fest in a hot tub, and that's all it's about. So I want to update you on, on that, uh, an extraordinary turn of events, a terrible turn of events, and you might think that somebody in politics or in the news media would notice that we've got a terrible crime crisis in the United States of America. And, and I was listening to WMAL and Mornings on the Mall and, and uh, Larry O'Connor and Mercedes Schlepp this morning on the radio and listening to all the crime reports from the, it turns out these gangs, Joe Biden's uh, South American gangs and Central American gangs and Mexican cartels are flooding into the United States and Mercedes Schlapp talking about she was down at the border in Arizona about a week ago. And there are small towns in Arizona close to the border that have just been taken over by the cartels. And the police can't do anything. They're outgunned. They're outnumbered. This is Joe Biden and the fundamental transformation of America as threatened or promised by Barack Obama, who told us all that we better learn to speak Spanish because the Democrat Party has a plan for the United States. And it's kind of like the, uh, you know, the plan that Swedes have for baby harp seals in the spring. They're planning on clubbing us to death uh, on an ice shelf here and skinning us because that's your, that's your Democrat Party. They're not on our side. But the, the gangs, these South American gangs, we know they're running roughshod over New York City and clubbing women and dragging them in their stolen mopeds and scooters and stealing phones and purses and hacking into the phones and emptying bank accounts and and attacking the police violently and then being released without bail by the Democrats because they love crime and uh, they hate the police because they're the left. They're not liberals. So we know that's happening. But uh, Larry O'Connor played audio this morning from a news report in Detroit, Michigan, where where, uh, Larry's from and he grew up. And there are South American gangs in suburbs of Detroit, beautiful tree-lined suburbs of Detroit, Uh, No kidding. Uh, Bloomfield Hills in Birmingham, Michigan, very uh, luxurious suburbs of Detroit. And there are South American gangs in the woods targeting multi-million dollar homes and uh, 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 sacking them uh, when people aren't home. Ideally, they sit out in the woods, wait until it looks like the houses are empty, and then they're sacking the homes in suburban Detroit in Michigan because of Joe Biden and Alejandro Mayorkas and Democrats. And that's amazing. And Mercedes Schlepp said that her sister, living in Miami, uh, had her home invaded while she was home. And it turned out it was a Colombian gang in Miami. Uh, South American gangs in Michigan. uh, More uh, Latin American gangs in Pennsylvania. And, of course, New York. And it's all because of Joe Biden. Every robbery, every attack, every assault, every murder is thanks to Joe Biden. But he will not be held to account because our news media 
as a gang of corrupt bootlicks that aren't journalists at all. They're Democrats. And that is a truly appalling reality, but it's a reality nonetheless. Just extraordinary. Also, did you see there is an outbreak of the bubonic plague out west? Uh, outbreak of the bubonic plague. They're bringing back the Middle Ages. The, the Democrats are. They're quite amazing. Also, big story yesterday because Congressman Republican Mike Turner uh, sounded the alarm, put out a, a very cryptic statement yesterday, and then being Washington, things started leaking from anonymous sources, which is how everything works in Washington. Everybody's anonymous, and uh, uh, it's, it's better that way for a variety of reasons. And then it turned out it leaks. Well, what Mike Turner is talking national security threat that he's talking about, that is uh, Russia. First leak was, well, it has to do with Russia. Then second leak was, well, it has to do with space. Then third leak has to do with nuclear weapons. So now we're talking about uh, Vlad the Impaler Putin, who's a communist, a communist because communists terrorize and murder better than anybody. Really, it's, uh, that's what they're good at. And the Democrat Party here in the United States, they're, they're not really Americans anymore, are they? No, they're not. But it turns out the story is, and we've got the anemic Jake Sullivan going up to Capitol Hill today. He's our national security advisor. He, he wouldn't intimidate like uh, the leaders of Burkina Faso much less China or Russia, uh, but never mind that. And he's going to go up to Capitol Hill and brief people today on something that they already know about, but they're trying to keep it a secret, and that's Putin, the commie. And something having to do with nuclear weapons or nuclear something in space, uh, out in space, you know. Um, and uh, I've been all morning, I've been singing Mel Brooks. I've been singing one of Mel Brooks' songs. We're Jews out in space. We're flying around protecting the Hebrew race. And I know that's not Putin and Russians, but it's the song that occurred to me this morning. So I was singing in the shower and over breakfast. I sing a lot, though. And uh, so we, we've got that. And Mike Turner uh, sounded the alarm bell, and it uh, turns out Putin. And then it gets complicated because, you know, what's the point of putting nuclear weapons in space? There are a lot of other methods for delivering nuclear weapons that might make more sense. But we could be talking about anti-satellite weapons and or electromagnetic magnetic pulse weapons, EMP weapons, that could short out, well, the entire electrical grid in the United States, for example, from space or the entire GPS system worldwide, for example, things like that. You got to keep your eye on commies, keep your eyes peeled because, you know, they destroy everything. That's what they do. So Russia nukes in space. And, you know, there's a treaty from 1967 that would prohibit that. He's a commie. They don't care. Commies don't care. That's, uh, that's the thing. Uh, also, we've got an update on the, the Robert Herr report about Joe Biden's brain being broke. Joe Biden's brain, she's a no good. That brain of his, she's a broke. And, and uh, turn, you know, Joe Biden was going around yelling at everybody, how dare you ask me about my son, Bo? Because it came out that he didn't know when he became vice president. He didn't know when he stopped being vice president. That's not a good sign. He uh, And then he uh, said, the report said that he didn't know within several years when his son Bo died. And uh, Biden is screaming and pounding the table and uh, spitting mad, squinting like Clint Eastwood and hang him high like he's real angry. How dare they ask me about when my son Bo died? Well, uh, we have an update on that. And uh, Joe Biden was lying or brain dead again because they didn't ask him about his son Bo. He volunteered, brought up kind of out of nowhere his son Bo, and still got the year wrong by many years. 
And Joe Biden is not up to the task of being president, and he has to step down. He has to step aside because uh, he's a danger to Western civilization and democracy. And if Republicans knew how to do anything, and uh, they, I, they, they know how to do this much. I'm holding my right index finger uh, less than an inch over my right thumb. They know how to do this much. And uh, Speaker, uh, the Speaker of the House yesterday, Mike Johnson, he had a couple of good moments, and I'll, I'll share those with you too. But if they know how to do anything, they would be eviscerating Joe Biden on a daily basis, as the Democrats would be eviscerating any Republican president that had been revealed to be a moron who uh, doesn't know what year it is. I've been saying this for how long, Michael, that he doesn't know what year it is. He doesn't know what month we're in. He doesn't know what time zone he's in. He doesn't know. He's just looking forward to some more oatmeal and another episode of Hazel, and then he'll be happy because his brain is no good. But uh, Joe Biden, yeah, it turns out that uh, Robert Hur and the investigators, while interviewing him, did not bring up his son, Bo. He brought up his son, Bo, and then he angrily lashed out uh, out in public that uh, they brought up his son, Bo, when they didn't. He needs to go. His brain doesn't work, and that's bad for civilization. See, China loves it. Putin loves it. Uh, they, you know, they... Uh, uh, if I lived in Taiwan, I'd be uh, I'd be a bit nervous. I've got to say because uh, time to make your move with Joe Biden in the White House. He's um, he's a bag of hammers, that boy. I'm telling you. Also, an amazing story. Vladimir Putin in an interview, he said that he uh, prefers Biden over Trump. He prefers Biden. That's more Russian collusion, obviously. There uh, there's a and a conspiracy out here in the open between Biden and Putin. That's not true, of course, but this is the kind of BS that they peddle every single day. Putin, but it's true that Putin says he prefers Biden over Trump because he says Biden is more predictable. Yeah, it's predictable that he's going to fall down another flight of stairs real soon, that he's going to uh, demonstrate his, his senility and his uh, lack of ability. That's uh, fairly predictable, and that he's got a bunch of weak sisters, anemic, emasculated, pseudo-men around him, that uh, don't know how to do anything. You know, like our Antony Blinken, our Secretary of State, and Jake Sullivan, our National Security Advisor. Honestly, these people, you know, Fredonia would wage war against the United States at this point. That's a fictional country from a Marx Brothers movie. Just amazing stuff. And, uh, And President Trump weighed in, of course. Trump calls Putin comments that he prefers Biden over Trump a great compliment, a great compliment. Might want to rework that with the communication staff, but we'll take a look at that, too. And uh, remarkable stuff from the Oh, Hummer Wiener. Hummer Wiener is back in the news. Remember Anthony Wiener, the child sex predator slash Democrat administration official? Anthony Wiener. And, you know, it was Hillary Clinton that hooked up, if you will, Hummer Wiener and Anthony Wiener. Well, now Hummer Wiener's got a new date. You'll never guess who it is. It's a, it's a circle fest in a hot tub, I can tell you that much. We got that going. And the Washington Post is now blaming Donald Trump for the Hamas attack on Israel on October 7th. Turns out it's all Trump's fault. You know why? Peace deals in the Middle East really infuriated the terrorists. And since Trump brought several peace deals, that hastened the Hamas attack on Israel, which makes a lot of sense. And again, Rashida Tlaib is pro-rape, 
and pro-murder and pro-torture and pro-kidnapping. Amazing stuff. Christopher Ray, our crooked FBI director, showed up in Israel unexpectedly. Oh, we got a lot of stuff for you today. We're at 888-630-9625. Hey, it's Chris Plant. Excited to tell you about our July 2024 Listener Sea Cruise. We'll be sailing around the British Isles, visiting Scotland and Ireland. Please join us. Visit chrisplantcruise.com. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it... A real POS. You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. Uh, we are back, and as I, uh, as I offered up, lots to talk about today. President Trump in New York in court because Stormy Daniels, because the Democrats are leftists and they persecute their political enemies and try to jail them just like communists and leftists all over the world. Um, and I'll keep you posted on that as well. Right now, let's go to the telephones. Let's go to Paul calling from Woodbridge, Virginia. Paolo, you're on the Chris Plant Show. Hey, buddy. How you doing? Can you hear me all right? Yes, sir. I can. Uh, good, good. Hey, just a quick note. Thanks again for doing your show, man. I think uh, you really help keep a lot of us educated. You know, one thing I think we all need to start doing, though, is uh, not referring to Biden as much, because we know he's completely irrelevant. I mean, the guy can't put two, you know, sentences together, much less two coherent thoughts. I think it's more the Democrats, the Obama regime. Uh, they're the ones running all this. And what they're going to say is they're going to kick uh, old Biden to the curb, and they're going to go, look what we did. We fixed it. We got rid of the problem. We got rid of the problem. The problem was Biden. So look, look what we're doing for you. We're, we're taking care of you. We got rid of the problem. I think we need to divorce Biden from everything because he's completely irrelevant, and we can't lose the ability to pin this all on the Democrats after they kick Biden to the curb. Just uh, curious to your thoughts on that. A very interesting thought. And uh, as you may know, I've been saying for many months now that the Democrats will dump Biden because he's a liability. And you're right, he's a sock puppet. And you're right that the Obama machine runs the Democrat Party and is running the uh, Biden White House. Played the audio, I think, yesterday or day before of Obama saying that he wants to be president on the phone where he can just phone it in from his multi-million dollar oceanfront states, and I think he's doing that. And I blame the Democrats for everything all the time, writ large, and I agree with you. Now, if only the Republicans on Capitol Hill knew how to message that, but I believe you are correct, Paul. Afford Anything talks about how to avoid common pitfalls, how to refine your mental models, and how to think about how to think. Paula, while certainly you can mess up on a million dollars a year, it is far less likely than it is on $30,000 a year. Right. I would meet wonderful people that were struggling with a budget that was super tight. It was 100%. You need to make more money. Make smarter choices and build a better life. Afford anything, wherever you listen. Now, uh, you know, the crime wave across the country is is plain for everyone to see. And 
Joe Biden, with all of his South American, Central American gangs and the Mexican cartels taking over towns in Arizona, terrorizing people in New York and Detroit, in Miami. Uh, your Democrat Party is not on the side of civilization. They're, they're not liberals. Don't kid yourself. And Paul, and I'm sorry I didn't have more time for you, Paul, because Paul was making very strong points, very very serious and intelligent points having to do with the fact that Joe Biden really isn't in charge. And the Democratic Party, Paul was saying, has a scheme, has a plot like commies. Commies always have a hundred-year plan, you know. They never uh, take a beep without a plan, uh, just like in Hunt for Red October. But the Democrats will get rid of Joe Biden, as I have been saying quite clearly and loudly since at least July of last year. And now it's really the her report and and more embarrassment for Biden, which doesn't matter because he doesn't realize he's supposed to be embarrassed. And the Washington Post and the New York Times also don't realize that he's supposed to be embarrassed because they're not journalists, they're bootlicks for the Democrat Party. And that means that our republic cannot function properly because we have a free press, but it's not a free and fair press. And that's a big problem. But Paul was saying they're going to kick Biden to the curb and they're going to say, see, dust off their hands. We've dealt with the problem. Now there's no more problem. Biden is gone. You guys said Biden is mentally impaired. Now Biden is gone. See, we're good to go on to the next big lie and the next disaster and the next uh, destructo phase for the United States of America. And and Paul is right. And if on Capitol Hill, the uh, now, I mean, I do. I always use the word Democrats when I talk about the crime wave and the open border. and the And it is on Biden because he's amazingly the president of the United States. But the, uh, the Democrats will kick Biden to the curb because it, it's what serves their, their greedy, power-crazed political interests right now, and that's all they care about, of course. And Barack Obama is the corrupt mentored by a communist named Frank Marshall Davis. He's the corrupt leftist, you know, the Saul Alinsky guy who was supposed to be teaching law but was really diagramming Saul Alinsky on the chalkboard. You may remember those photos from when he first ran for president and the news media swept it under the rug because they're not a legitimate news media. And and I was just taking notes on what Paul said after after we stopped talking. I said, you know, uh, Paul's absolutely right. They'll get rid of Biden and then they'll say, see, nothing to see here. Now we've hit the refresh button and everything's good. Now we can get back to destroying the world. That's what they do. And, and it will be a lie, of course, that the problem is solved because Biden is gone. The problem isn't Biden. Biden is just a sock puppet who is a symbol of, a manifestation of the problem. But the Democrats will reframe themselves, and they'll be fresh again. And they, you know, they get to wipe their slate clean all the time. They're the party of the KKK and the Confederate States of America and of lynching and of standing in schoolhouse doors. And they uh, get to wipe their slate clean all the time. They're the party of rioting and looting and burning and attacking courthouses and of insurrection. And then January 6th comes along and they turn it into a TV show and they brought in the, what was the guy, the president of ABC News uh, to turn their phony baloney show trial, Joseph Stalin style hearing into a, a polished television presentation 
because it's all about the propaganda. They own the propaganda machine and they use it to great effect because they have all their TV producers and, you know, they even got uh, Travis Kelsey is now a movie producer. You know, that's uh, that's amazing. He's getting green energy money to make a $10 million movie as though he knows anything about anything. Uh, probably can't put a DVD into a DVD player and make it work. But uh, never mind that. So uh, Paul is right. And if the Republicans were any good at framing anything and they're not, then, you know, they'd be listening to Paul. They would say Paul on the Chris Plant show was right today when he said the Democrats will, they will gas Joe Biden and it will be a half day story and They'll be applauding. The news media will be applauding. And late night TV and Senate Live will all be applauding uh, the Democrats. And, oh, isn't Joe Biden? What a great public servant. Well, hasn't he been great? And never mind the gangs dragging your daughter down the street uh, with a stolen scooter. Uh, never mind that. But then they will just hit the refresh button. The media will pretend that it's a new day. And uh, the Republicans won't know what to do about it the Republicans on Capitol Hill and at the RNC and, and so on, because they're just terrible at this. They should really listen to my show and steal everything that I tell them. They'd be a lot better off. Amazing stuff. And the crime waves, the madness. How many people were murdered in Washington, D.C. yesterday? We had the, what was it, a 13-hour police standoff. A Democrat shot three police officers. See, Paul, how I frame everything as Democrats because I do. Uh, a Democrat who had, uh, how many, he had like 20-something dogs in his house, and they showed up to serve a warrant for animal cruelty, and he opened fire and wounded three police officers. And then he held out, and he, it's kind of funny, yesterday when this started, I, uh, I said, you know what, I don't think this guy is going to die. I think this guy is going to, I said, I don't think he's going to commit suicide. I don't think he's going to do suicide by police. I think he's going to give up. I said that. Within It was inside of the first two hours. It went 13 hours, and he, and he finally gave up. How did I know that? Instinct. Gut. And I've been paying attention for a long time. But uh, never mind that. So the, uh, at the same time in Washington yesterday, the D.C. Metropolitan Police Department investigating a homicide in northeast D.C. Uh, the police investigate two unrelated homicides in northwest Washington, D.C. The uh, And then uh, you get uh, the news media, like Vox, left-wing Vox. And this story is from two weeks ago. Violent crime fell across the U.S. in 2023. Why did it rise in Washington, D.C.? Well, I, I don't actually believe that it fell across the country. I, I think that they're, they're not telling the truth. Carjackings, homicides, and robberies are stealing a sense of security across Washington, D.C. And, uh, you know, that's your that's your Democrat Party. I saw one report that said that there were actually five homicides in Washington, D.C. yesterday. I haven't been able to pull that up uh, or find that just yet, but I'm still looking for it. And, uh, you know, the, the local news media, they just kind of, you know, it's, is that a big deal? That's not a big deal. Now let's go to uh, Democrats shooting up the the victory parade in Kansas City for the Kansas City Chiefs yesterday. I uh, I saw this initial reports. I was at Newsmax when the initial reports started coming in, and they said it was outside and or in front of Union Station in Kansas City, 
And uh, I lived in Kansas City for all of six months um, and a long time ago. What was that? 1987, I think it was. And I, I uh, you know, there was, there was a famous old shootout in, uh, at the Union Station in Kansas City in the 1930s. And I think it was Pretty Boy, Boy Floyd. And they, and they killed four police officers in this shootout. Um, and uh, I saw that and, uh, for some reason, the first thing I, I thought of, I, I like to put everything into context, historical context, which I, I said at a, um, a, 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 a mailbag day a couple of weeks ago. How do you, how do you ingest all this terrible stuff and, and keep smiling? And I, I said, and this is true, I like to look at every story of the day in the context of the century and the sweep of history, centuries and so on. And, and I went and I looked it up again yesterday. Um, Kansas City Massacre and Pretty Boy Floyd. This is an FBI website in history. The sun rose on June 17th, 1933, just like any other spring day in America's heartland. This is the FBI trying to write prose. But outside of a massive train station in Kansas City, Missouri, and it's the Union Station there, and it's a beautiful, you know, limestone train station. It looks like a slightly smaller version of Union Station in Washington, D.C., which would make sense. But in any case, the Kansas City massacre involved an attempt by Charles Arthur Pretty Boy Floyd and Vernon Miller and, and uh, Adam Ricchetti to uh, free their friend, Frank Nash, uh, from he was a federal prisoner, and they wanted to break out their their gangster buddy. And these guys showed up at the train station, and uh, they gunned down uh, four police officers, and they tried to break out, you know, Pretty Boy Floyd, the age of gangsters. Anyway, I thought of that when I saw that it was in front of Union Station yesterday because I was aware of this growing up in Chicago and uh, then some more reasons. I, I kind of tracked gangster stuff from the old days when I was a kid as a, a hobbyist, you know. Um, and when I saw this, this attack yesterday, I, I wanted to know immediately, of course, what um, were they yelling, Allah Akbar? Was there one person or more than one person? Was it uh, locals in the middle of a drug deal that just started shooting each other, which is where m- most mass shootings in the United States happen? They're gangsters in urban areas who shoot up parties and shoot up drug deals. And that's where a mass shooting is where uh, at least four people are shot. That's a mass shooting. And the vast majority of mass shootings are urban mass shootings with uh, people who are involved in drugs and, you know, gangsters. And and there's a racial component to it that is enormous that we're not allowed to talk about because, you know, why would we talk about it? Then we might do something about it. And, and in Kansas City yesterday during the Chiefs parade, these punks who have not been identified by name yet because they haven't yet been charged, but three have been arrested and guns recovered. A, uh, a radio disc jockey woman was murdered by these, these animals. Her name was Lisa Lopez. She had two children, and she was a local DJ and very well known, and everybody loved her. And, uh, and in addition to murdering Lisa Lopez, they shot an additional 21 people, including nine children. And a number of people, maybe as many as eight, are in critical condition 
because these three punks decided to open fire at the the Chiefs' uh, celebration of their their Super Bowl win. Um, and, And so we got that going for us. So let me go to uh, let me go to some audio since we're on the radio here and and uh, Kansas City Chiefs parade shooting suspects questioned and the and the um, you know more than twenty injured and the numbers kept going up first it was don't know how many then ten then eleven and now we're at uh, one killed plus plus twenty one additional people shot uh, including nine children. Um, Three young males of color arrested, and uh, and that's not very unusual. I'm sorry to say, tragically. But let's go to let's go to what it sounded like at the Chiefs' victory parade yesterday. That's the gunfire in the background. And people start screaming and people start running. Guys, 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 guys. Something's going on. Something's going on, guys. And they got, you know, families with kids, fathers with kids, mothers with kids, uh, all of this. A, uh, a man who was there with his wife, a man named Paul Contreras, was there at the parade. And he saw one of the gunmen with gun in hand uh, opening fire. And uh, he did what brave American men do. Paul Contreras attacked the gunman and tackled him. You know, like I said, there was no hesitation. It was just, it was just uh, uh, that split-second reaction. You know, I went to go tackle him. That other gentleman helped. We both helped each other. And, and I, I just feel we did what was the right thing. When we did what we did, it was just like we didn't think about it. You know, it was just saving you know, other maybe lives. Other maybe lives. He's a normal guy, and look, you don't know how you're going to respond. You, you know, who knows what sort of frame of mind, where your mind's going to be when something like that happens right next to you. But uh, Paul Contreras stepped up, and another man, and there's video of, uh, of this, and, and Paul Contreras there with his wife saying, you know, I don't know, it was just I just reacted and, and I attacked, and, and uh, thank God that he did, and he might honestly have, have saved lives. And that's a, and that's a good thing. Let's take a let's take a break here, and I've got some audio for you that I want to share with you. Jack Brewer, a former NFL player, uh, who spends time, he goes into prisons and you know meets with young men, young African American men involved in violent crime, and uh, he had a couple of choice things to say about all this this morning. He was sad about it, but he had some important things to say. He told the truth. And as you know, nothing gets you in trouble like the truth. That's coming up. Also, I will update you. George Soros, the extremist, communist, plunderer, and Democrat Party oligarch, is buying up a uh, radio network to corrupt the presidential election of 2024 for the communists. And, you know, that means the Democrat Party. I've got that coming up. Buying Odyssey, um, one of the largest radio networks in the United States of America. And uh, before we get to that, let's get back to what I was talking about with Jack Brewer, former NFL player, talking about the Kansas City uh, violence and 
And uh, where is it? We get these three young males who just go shoot 22 people and murder this woman at a uh, parade for a football team. What is uh, what is up with that? And and Jack Brewer, again, he goes into prisons and works with kids involved in violent crime, and there's a, a race dimension. He's African-American, former NFL player. I'm in a unique position where, I, you know, I, I walk into prisons uh, every week, and I, I literally have hundreds of men who have pulled the trigger uh, and committed gun violence. So uh, I, I get a chance to, to mm-hmm. understand and know what's, what's going deeply uh, on inside their heads. And uh, I have to tell you, man, this is just uh, showing you how much we're perpetuating sin in this nation. Uh, at the root cause of this is fatherlessness, man. Over 82% uh, of these mass shooters uh, end up being fatherless kids when you look up and see the research and data. Uh, fatherlessness. Uh, that is, uh, we all know that. We've all known this to be true for decades, for generations. But the Democrat Party demolished the black family on purpose. They think it serves the interests of the party of slavery, and it works for them. Jack Brewer. We have a deep issue where if you if you don't have a fear of God inside of you and you're willing to pull a trigger and kill however many people as around that you have, there's a big issue with that, man. You know, the Democrats, uh, Gloria Steinem, a woman needs a man like a fish needs a bicycle. They've been anti-nuclear family. They're anti-man. Uh, they're anti-family. They're anti-God. And 82% fatherless in prisons for violent crimes, Jack Brewer. In this nation, I feel like we have to start uh, considering the death penalty for these mass shooters, man, uh, because you're just taking people's lives, you're killing kids and babies. I agree wholeheartedly. I'm, I'm a fan of the death penalty only in extraordinary circumstances, but there are a lot of extraordinary circumstances. And you need to make examples and put the electric chair on Cable TV, maybe pay-per-view. All the right people will pay for it. Uh, Jack Brewer uh, talking about Kansas City, but let's not forget the other Democrat-run cities. We're talking about this mass shooting, obviously, because it's a serious issue. But uh, just this weekend, you had 21 people shot uh, in Chicago. Uh, You had a dozen people shot in Baltimore uh, last week. And so you start looking at how often these things are happening across our nation, man. Uh, It's just a stain, man. And and, and we're better than this as Americans. Uh, And I think we have to really sit back and for once look at root cause and stop trying to just look at everything from the surface. Uh, And let's get to the bottom of this this, uh, problem, Lawrence. And, And let's get families back together, man. Let's get the word of God back in our schools, man. Talking to Lawrence Jones. Yeah, the word of God, get a little God, a little faith, a little uh, uh, sense of responsibility. Uh, Maybe two-parent households having a male role model who's not a criminal in the house might help. The Bigger Pockets portfolio of podcasts are worthy of your investment. We're having a real conversation as real real estate investors. New episodes available every day. It's important to buy where it makes money and not necessarily where you want to travel to. Bigger Pockets on the market, rookie real estate or money podcast. The purpose of flipping is to create more cash so then you can reinvest into other types of properties. The Bigger Pockets podcast on YouTube or wherever you listen.